0: I invented the tool to save my boot. When you're smashing on a shovel all day, it puts a hole in the bottom of the sole very quickly, right? And if you're owner operator and you buy your guys their PPE, right? So their work boots, a lot of the larger companies, they'll they'll get a, a boot allowance, one boot allowance for a season, right? But you know, as an irrigator, that doesn't fly. You need a boot, a pair of boots every 30 to 45 days due to the top lip of the shovel, putting a hole in the bottom of the boot. And depending on where you hit the shovel, it could actually tear a brand new boot right up real quickly. And as an irrigator, you know, you're you're in water. So that puncture, it just compromised the entire boot and yourself. So, first off, that guy isn't gonna be as efficient, he's not gonna to want to dig. Right. So he's not confident on that shovel anymore. Right. So and this is why I invented Saver.
1: If you are an irrigation professional, old or new, who designs, installs or maintains high end residential, commercial or municipal properties, and you want to use technology to improve your business, to get a leg up on your competition, even if you're an old-school irrigator from the days of hydraulic systems. This show is for you. Hello, boys and girls, ladies and landscapers. This is Andy Humphrey. Welcome to another episode of the Sprinkler Nerd Show, where it is my job to get in the mind of world-class landscape entrepreneurs from many different segments to tease out the habits and lessons learned so you can apply them to your own life and business. My guest today is Sam DeRouge. Sam is the owner of Boss Haas Irrigation in Calgary, Canada, and he's also the inventor of the Soul Saver. He was recently featured on the Dragon's Den, and for those of you who may not be familiar, the Dragon's Den is Canada's version of the Shark Tank. I'm very excited to have a discussion with Sam because, Sam is an entrepreneur, and my new goal for The Sprinkler Nerd Show is to focus on entrepreneurship, the entrepreneur's journey, and how to build your best life and business by embracing the entrepreneur's mindset. And from everything I've learned about Sam, he clearly exemplifies what it is to be an entrepreneur in the landscape industry. Sam, welcome to The Sprinkler Nerd Show.
0: Hey, Andy, how's it going? Thanks for having me. I really appreciate
1: you having me on. My pleasure. This is going to be very exciting and very informative. And I think I'd like to start with your irrigation company. Sure. Can you tell us about Boss Haas?
0: Okay. Uh, well, Boss Haas, we we established I've been in the irrigation industry um, for since 2000, actually, Um, pretty much. Right out of right out of high school, Andy, I went straight to work. We opened up uh, in '04 um, in, in Calgary. Um, yeah, it's just you know we originally started just kind of service and through the community and kind of word of mouth, right. So, but it wasn't always that easy. We definitely you know I definitely took sub work off, you know, other irrigators that have been around for quite a little while, right. So. Um, definitely knew them through the industry. And up here in, 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 in Calgary, in Alberta, the the irrigation industry was small in a sense, but still large in, in, in a sense. Um, so we, we I definitely had a bit of a relationship with other companies as well. So, and you know, for me it was, I, you know, I told my dad I had, I have two options. Either we start up our own show or I had a bit of an in with the city of Calgary at the time and I go work with the city of Calgary and you know being you know always been kind of a trailblazer um so I said hey let's let, let's give this a try what's what, what's the worst that's gonna happen right so we definitely uh, I took the uh, the bulls by the horn if you will Andy and, and just ran with it right so like any business you you know it's always, difficult at the beginning, but, you know, you, you know, you, you persevere and you, you mush on. Right. So, yeah, you know, and that's, uh, and that's how, uh, it, it really all started really. So, you, you know, you do a quality job and, and, and people recognize that for you. My job, I've always, and that was the great thing about, you know, starting this kind of slow in a sense that you're the only guy, it's just you. Right. So, you know, you're doing the plowing, you're doing the digging, you're doing it all. And so when you do it all, you find that sweet spot where you make it seem our job. And this is what I tell the guys every day is that our job is to make it look like we were never there. Right. With, you know, an irrigation system installed. And that's on, you know, existing properties. And that was my specialty, Andy, for so long is installing systems in existing properties. And that's probably one of the most hardest things to do because everything that comes out has to go back in. And what we do, we put it in better than it actually already was. So in a sense of being an irrigator, you have to become that, that brick layer to put those bricks back down, you, you right? So you have to become that landscaper, right? Because everything that comes out, it's got to go back in. So.
1: Mm-hmm. Can and, you yeah. tell us a little bit about what your company looks like today in terms of number of trucks or people or the seasons or just give us a little bit of a snapshot of what your business looks sure. like. Sure, so
0: it, it really ranges, Andy. We will go, some seasons we will go. It, it really all depends on what the scale of the project is and what's going on. So for me, how, how I've structured my business in a, sen- in a sense is I work for a specific landscaping company, this is all we do. We do irrigation and low voltage lighting, right? So we don't do any landscaping at all. So I've catered my business to specific landscapers and builders in the city of Calgary, right? So the business sometimes goes from two trucks, three trucks, two trucks, one truck, two trucks, three trucks. It really depends on the scale of the projects that we do, right? So and still be an owner operator. So what I try to do is that I'm Andy, I'm very good at running my business lean. So I am the service guy. I'm also on sites as well, right? So you know, and in in, in in that being said, you know, we'll we'll do projects. You know, we've been on a project that's going on four years now. This is this would be its fifth year, right? So it really all depends on what we have going on during that season. And that season ranges, right. you know, with the with the weather. We try to get started as, as early as we can. So you know, some some seasons we'll we'll start on the south end of the property where the snow's all melted and then we'll we'll move around, right? So to the front end or we'll have to come back. I really like don't I really don't like doing that Andy because you're you're pulling guys away and then just to have to come back. So at the end of the day, it's really affecting your bottom dollar, right? So, you mm-hmm. know in, yeah. in scheduling that, mm-hmm. so but I just so, I just move with the industry. If the industry goes multifamily, I'm multifamily. If the industry goes single family, I'll do single family, right? So
1: yeah, that makes sense. You have to go where the market is, go where the opportunity. Pretty much, are.
0: right? So yeah, you know, and that's you know when we first started, we did all we did were was single family, single family, single family, right? So and then the market started moving towards multifamily, multifamily. So okay, multifamily it is, right? So which is okay scheduling kind of sucked with that but whatever
1: I'd like to try to roll your memory back to what I think you said 2004 as the year you started the company how did you know that it was going to be the right decision to start the company like what was in your head when you took that leap
0: I got nothing to lose Andy right so in that sense it's always and to this day i run myself like i have nothing to lose in 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 that mindset um for me and and back to that just back up a little bit for for me andy being owner operator so uh, as a lot of people are there they're they have to create that paycheck right? So I haven't worked for anybody since I was 22, Andy, right? So, you know, that hunger mentality grows with you, right? So, you know, it's always about how hungry are you? I guess it is, right? So in in that mentality, I got nothing to lose. And and until this day, I still have that mindset of it's all about the risk, no risk, no reward. So Mm -hmm. you, you definitely want to You know, take a chance, right? So, you know, when I take a chance every day, every day for me as an entrepreneur, you know, you're you're taking that chance. Okay, well, what's the next idea, right? So, you know, how can I make the company more efficient? How can I relieve the pressure off my guys but still be efficient off that project, really, right? So
1: as it relates to risk, and I'm happy that you brought that up because I think that, your, I would imagine that your risk tolerance is part of what makes you an entrepreneur because you likely have a higher risk tolerance than somebody else. But I would like to know if you could think of a time that you took a risk and it didn't work out. Like, did you ever have a, oh, shit, that, what, that didn't go well moment?
0: Andy, as an entrepreneur you take that risk factor in a sense of, okay, if this doesn't work, what's, what, what's your backup, right? So there's always another avenue of what to do. And, and you know what, and I can thank the irrigation industry for that. So in a sense of irrigation, okay, when you're going to a project or you're about to install a system, how do I get the lines from the backyard or my lead out to the front yard, right? So there's always ways that you got to move around. Okay, if this doesn't work out, how do we get water to this side if we originally can't go this way? So, and I applied that to the rest of my life, Andy, right? So and it, it's it's the same but different every single time. And only an irrigator would really understand that. It's the same thing but different every time. Right? Got it. So
1: yeah, it, what I think I'm hearing is that you know, risk is only a risk if you don't have a plan B or a backup plan, because you've already justified the fact that if this doesn't work out, then I'm going to do this instead. So it can't fail because you always have a contingency plan.
0: You have to. Part of my reasoning is, I guess, in a sense of there is no failing, is not an option, Right. Mm-hmm. So, but you're already going into a project or an idea, knowing already where you're going to sell it, how you're going to sell it, what are you going to do, how you're going to manufacture it, what's your supply, what 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 type of materials you're going to do or use, right? So you already know forthcoming what you're going to do, right?
1: Yeah, I, and I appreciate you sharing the thought about risk, because there will be somebody in the future listening to this that does want to start their own business or launch their own invention, like we're going to talk about here shortly. And it is very good advice to have that backup plan. So if you are going to just sort of making this up, you're going to quit your current job, you're going to start XYZ business, always be thinking, like you just said, what happens if that fails? Can you go back to your other job? What is your other option so that you have that plan B, and then you can't you can't fail, and I think you're absolutely right. You have to have that attitude, mindset. that mindset, and then you'll figure out what those contingencies might look like so that there is no failure. There's just plan b, c d e f g, whatever that looks like,
0: whatever that looks like, absolutely one hundred percent right so and and I still not to uh, take away from my irrigation. I still run that every day. Right? So and soul saver as well, right? So you you know you just really mash them I don't want to say mash them together, yeah. but you you know once you start operating, you know, different other businesses, you definitely need outside help, right? So mm-hmm. you need professionals in their fields in, in helping you grow you as a whole, I guess, as well, right? So you could only do so much. As much as yep. you know, irrigators think they can do it all themselves, and I still think that, and I still try to prove my guys that every day. You know, saying you know I am in the trenches with them every day, so it's not like I'm sitting in the truck, not at all, Andy. You know, I'm I'm in the trenches, trenching away yeah. with them as well, right? So you know, if they don't want to jump it's in true, the right? mud, right? So the- I
1: think it's important to also recognize that yes, you are probably the best at every single facet of your business. And so is everybody else who owns a business listening to this. Yes, you could be the best accountant. You are the best salesperson, the best estimator, the, be- the best pipe puller, the best controller programmer. You are the best because you care yes. enough to be the best, but it takes a different mindset to realize that as the owner, it's not your job to be the best at everything, even though you know you are.
0: True. True. But yeah, no, I definitely, you know, love to, love to, love to show them up. You, you know, I'm 40, I'm 42 and I, you know, I definitely can still, you know, trench away with the guys. Right. So even though, you know, we have every single piece of attachment or equipment that you can need or use for this job, it doesn't matter. You still need a shovel. It doesn't matter. You still, yeah. you, you still need to dig that hole to install that sprinkler. Right. So,
1: yeah. You know. And I, I, I I wanted to start our conversation about your irrigation company, because I think it's important to sort of set the stage for everyone listening, knowing that you are not, you know, an accountant that came up with this idea in his backyard one day shoveling. You do this for a living. You are a professional shovel handler. and. For all the other professional shovel handlers out there, many of them have ideas of their own because it comes from doing something and realizing that there's a different way, a better way, more efficient way to do something. And so as we move into talking about your invention, Soul Saver, I wanted to make that clear for our listeners where it came from because that gives you street cred, right, to to build the product that you built because it came from your own experience professional experience. So with that sort of transition, I would like to talk and learn more about your invention, the soul saver.
0: Yeah. Well, the soul saver. Uh, yeah. I, I invented the soul saver because I said, there's gotta be a better way. There's gotta be, there's gotta be, I think you use the term widget mm-hmm. a couple of times. There's gotta be a better mousetrap out there. There's gotta be something out there. You know that can first. I, I originally I invented the tool to save my boot. Okay, when you're smashing on a shovel all day, it puts a hole in the bottom of the sole very quickly, right? And if you're owner operator and you buy your guys their PPE, right? So their work boots. You know, a lot of the larger companies they'll they'll get a, a boot allowance, one boot allowance for a season. Right. So, but, you know, as an irrigator, that doesn't fly. You need a boot, a pair of boots every 30 to 45 days due to the top lip of the shovel, putting a hole Mm -hmm. in the bottom of the boot. Right. So, and depending on where you hit the shovel, it could actually tear a brand new boot right up real quickly. So, and as an irrigator, you know, you're, you're in water. So that puncture, it just compromised the entire boot and yourself. So first off, that guy isn't going to be as efficient. He's not going to want to dig, right? So he's not confident on that shovel anymore, right? So, and this is why I invented Soul Saver. Now, I went through, I probably want to say about a year, about two years of R&D, Andy, in the actual material, the product itself, on the size to fit, I want to say it probably fit, Ninety percent of the boots out there, you know the flat-bottom boots. They it, it won't uh, it won't fit because it actually fits between your in front of your heel, just in front of, behind your toes, right? So right in that sweet spot of of the boot. So you know when I, as soon as I created it, mind you, Andy, I went through a ton of different models before I came to this one and materials, right? So and due to the yeah, nature, and I liked of... and I'd like to
1: maybe interrupt you if you don't mind and ask you what did your first model look like
0: oh do you uh, <laughs> um, i still have them maybe one day i'll show them to you <laughs> sure my first model was aluminum it didn't work very well and for the strap what i used was a dog collar that i cut in half andy right just to just to try out and see what it was like, right? So, you know, you try it out, you try it out, you try it out. And, you know, I finally came up with this military grade elastic webbing that, you know, that comes with a curved buckle that actually hugs the top arch of your foot. So it's very comfortable, right? So, and especially if you're loose in your boots, because boots, they always stretch, Andy. They'll stretch very quickly, right? So, what the Soul Saver does is actually hug that boot and it keeps it planted to the bottom of your foot, right? So for any of you owner operators out there that tell their guys, pick up your feet, pick up your feet, right? Because I've said it tons of times, you know, right? Dave, pick up your feet. Cause he's dragging his heels, right? He's dragging <laughs> his heels. Pick up your feet. Why? It's because he's loose in his in his boots, right? So yeah, that was another benefit as well. So but the biggest benefit I want to say for the Soul Saver that it increased my guys' productivity 20 to 30%. Why? Because it doesn't hurt anymore, right? So they were comfortable. You know, if they if they needed to trench pretty much, you know, in the mornings they'd be burnt by the afternoon. Andy, right? So you know, with this, it, you can see their stamina. You know, last yeah. longer throughout the day, right? So which which was another bonus. You know, my original thought was to protect the boot, but in all honesty, it actually protects you. It protects your foot. It distributes that shock impact across the tool as to oppose a small, narrow area at the bottom of your boot, right? So it's become a a true benefit to Mm -hmm. any shovel operator, right? So anybody on a
1: shovel. can totally see that. Two things. How long did it take you to make your first sellable unit? And when was that? Good
0: question, Andy. You know, I have the luxury of, taking half the year off right so in that luxury um, I'm able to do another job per se in doing a lot of research and a lot of development so I can dedicate a full-time job I guess you could say to developing products right so so what I did was and and due to the fact of you know how patenting works and patenting process works you know educated myself on it so what I did was I created the product, designed the product, and before we launched the product, I filed for my provisional patent application, right? So and okay. then that's when I launched the product itself.
1: How long did it take you to go from the day you had the idea in the field, yep, shoveling to the day you filed that patent and put it into production? 2 years. 2 years. 2 years. So Man, well I was- can tell you I'm I don't want to take this the wrong way. I'm proud of you because what happens most of the time, and we hear this every day, all the time, people have all these great ideas and the same person will remind you of their great idea for 20 years. Every time you see them, oh, I've got this great idea, I've got this great idea. It's either that or man, I had this great idea and this company you know, took it or someone else did it, but man, I had that idea first. And it seems like that is the majority and very few people take any action at all, even as far as just building a prototype of something, just taking a step and, right. And getting into, sometimes I call it getting into, into momentum. And I love the fact that you had that idea and two years later, boom, you're rolling it out.
0: The total time. Yes, it was two years, but time worked on it. It was probably about a year, Andy, right? Because I still had a full-time job. I had a full-time gig, right? So I still have brand of business as well, right? Yeah. So You know, but total time working on the project, I want to say about a year and three months total time.
1: Excellent. How long ago was that that
0: you rolled it out? Our our first customer was Site One here in Canada, Calgary, Alberta. Um, You know, the guys um, there really supported the product, understood it, saw it and said, you know, we'll stock it for you, Sam. You know, um, and then it just kind of grew. And this is through, you know, the irrigation industry and connections here. Right. So I also work outside of Calgary for a different builder that also builds here as well. So I definitely have relationships um, in Alberta mm-hmm. as well. So, you know, that definitely, definitely really helped as well. So, and then and I guess my question West was launch. that
1: 2022, 21, 2019 20, what year did right, that? So
0: we, we launched a product August 19th, 2019 is when we launched it and here locally and then we did uh we did the uh we did the ia show in the u.s actually in 2019 so and that's when we did our u.s launch had a great response um from guys on the floor as well as soon as they knew that i was an actual an irrigation tech and irrigation contractor it, it it's amazing on how they stopped
1: to listen really hmm. right so it, yeah so street cred it's that you know, authority. Totally. You know, you you've been there, done that. Totally, totally.
0: And, and you know, we had so many uh so many instances where you know there wasn't enough room at our booth for you know to talk about it. Thank God I had a good team with me down there as well. So it wasn't just me, it was you know my creative director Sung, right? Business manager Al, right? So and we had our you know, due to the fact that we were able to sell in the US as well so we definitely employed two um u.s citizens
1: mm-hmm.
0: in there as uh to to, to help facilitate that okay. as well so
1: so that was august 2019 yep uh, here we are at the very beginning of 2023 yep what does your retail or wholesale or distribution what does that look like right now who carries your product
0: yeah well, uh site one carries it uh western canada uh hopefully uh if- East Coast, uh, Canada. Hopefully, they'll they'll pick it up uh, this uh, this year, 2023 uh, distribution. The East Coast Van and Bush Irrigation um, also carries it. Uh, turf, uh, Turf Care. John Hegel actually was our was our first. We actually met at the Irrigation Show, and right away, you know, loved it, see, seen it, loved it. We need it. We want it. So, and and that was good. You know, thanks, uh, John Hegel. So that was uh, that was uh, that was really good. So, you know, and now we're just, uh, hopefully we can uh, focus on uh, getting into the U.S. market, you know, the, the, the tool works. So, and, and that's always been, I guess, a fear um, any, of, of anything really, Andy, you know, due to the actual nature of the tool, it's always it's always a fear that, okay, this could be a bust, I guess you could say. You know, I'm grateful, you know, I, you know, we, I created and designed a, a pretty cool tool that, you know, definitely helps anybody that's on the shovel, right? So, you know, and we, we we quickly shifted to our e-commerce, right? So, and that was, you know, Amazon as well. So, you know, and that was, mm-hmm. you know, that was a learning process as well, Andy, right? So, you know, my whole goal wasn't to do e-commerce, not at all. It, it was starting to, to create that relationship with direct distributors. And due to the fact, Andy, that I wanted to bring out more products, right? So every irrigator, I'll officially say it is an inventor at heart, right? Because like I was saying earlier is that even though it's the same thing day in and day out, it's different every time, right? And you need a different tool every time almost, right? So, and this is, you know, the, 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 the great thing about an irrigator, I guess, right? So is that these always, they're always trying to create avenues to make their job better, right? So, you know, So yeah, innovators out there—they're
1: or a new tool or uh, a new way to install a a fitting or a valve manifold, or they're always you know innovating. And I, I I truly agree. And the more that I have been, you know, even focused on my own podcast, thinking about the industry, what makes it so great is that it is in many ways very similar to e-commerce because Mm. you can start a business with a low barrier to entry in e-commerce, if you do it right, as well as landscaping, because you're only out your sweat and the minimum minimal amount of tools that would be required. You don't need in a lot of cases any fancy certifications, fancy licenses, etc. You can get you can start with something as simple as a rake or a lawnmower. Absolutely um, you know, speaking to the landscape industry. And for that reason, it makes it very entrepreneurial.
0: One hundred percent. One hundred percent. And and I couldn't agree with you more, Andy. It, it's 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 definitely uh <clears throat> I've been grateful that, you know, I, I became, you know, in this industry. I want to say actually really fell into the industry, right? So and it, it, it was uh it was a great opportunity and I didn't want to squander it. Right. So and, yeah. you know,
1: if you'd be willing to share, I think the audience might be curious sure. to know how you actually manufacture your product.
0: How I actually manufacture
1: the product? Yeah, how, how okay. it's made.
0: It, it's quite interesting, actually. You know, I, I had to figure out a process where I can make these in the masses, right? So, it, you know, it was definitely, you know, research and and you know, what type of equipment do I need, you know, to, to cut these plates out efficiently right and quickly right so we get them cut out with a fiber laser or a co2 laser here locally and then i actually built the die and the press machine that presses this into shape Andy. because when you're inventing something you actually have to invent the tools to actually make them also on the masses as well right so
1: yeah and, it, and that's an invention too you might actually have to invent the tool. <laughs> to make the invention, right?
0: Well, and that's essentially, Andy, that's what I did, right? And So, and this comes back from my, you know, the irrigation background, you know, you, you sprung a hydraulic leak, you got to fix it. You know, it's seven o'clock, eight o'clock at night, you know, no shop is open, right? So, you, you know, you're breaking blade or something, you got to learn how to weld, right? So you got to learn how to change that, you know, hydraulic hose or whatever the case is, right? So, you know, I'm familiar you know how hydraulics and hydraulics work, right? So you know it wasn't hard. Well, it was hard, but it wasn't hard. I knew the steps of building the equipment. I just had to do it, really, right? So you know, and then yeah, we we press we we press them into shape, and you know, I have a, a webbing cutter that cuts me thousands of pieces, and you know, yeah, yes, it is. You know, it's all really hand assembled, right? So mm-hmm. as you, you know, you've seen it you know, from, you know, the webbing itself to the rivets, right? And then actually, you know, putting it together where you can actually adjust it, right? So that's all new as well. It's just not just inventing a tool. Okay, you invented a product, but yet, okay, how can we manufacture this on the masses now, right? So, you know, even marking it, you know, I own a fiber laser marker as well. So that that marks this tool for me, right? So...
1: Yeah, excellent. And it's, you know, you're you're constantly... Putting on that entrepreneur's mindset because each step along the way, you have to learn something new, try something new, build something new, and it's not as easy as just hey, I've got this idea, I want to make this product. You have to keep doing that. That's <laughs> what I'm hearing over and over.
0: Yeah, you have. Well, you have to. Yeah, absolutely, you have to keep doing it, right? So you know, and it's it's just amazing on how you know one product you, you can start to start to build off of that, right? So you know, hopefully. Um, if all goes well, Andy, we're, we'll be coming out with your, you know, your backyard warrior model, your DIY model, right? So for, you know, where, you know, for folks that don't have a pair of boots out doing their own gardening or doing their own landscaping, right? So not so pro model as this, right? So, and, and, you know, and I've went through a lot of different prototypes and, okay, what's this, you know, how we need to make this last. with Due to the nature of the product, you can't create. A crappy product, if you will, if you know what I mean, Andy, right? you're smashing on a shovel all day long, so yeah, it's got to be industrial it's if, you be, will, exactly. if you will you to
1: last you want it to last through ten pairs of boots or ten years, maybe it can last the person's lifetime
0: <laughs> y- yes and, and mine uh y- you know mine did the job if I can save one boot, Andy you know, and increase that person's productivity. Or if if a company can increase their entire team's productivity and understand that, okay, this is not, you know, it's not going to hurt and understand that, that, you know, they're going to increase their production, you know, 20 to 30% overall that day. Right. So reduces injuries. Right. So.
1: Yeah. And I think we may have been talking about that. It seems like, because you have a better surface to make impact with the shovel, that it would it would transfer better the force, if you will, by having a solid piece on the bottom of your foot versus something rubber, it would be a better transfer of energy across the whole sole of the foot and not in one maybe particular hot spot, if you will.
0: Yeah, no, absolutely. Um, the, the best way I describe it is it, uh, you're hammering. Picture yourself hammering a nail into a piece of board. So you got to hammer on your foot as opposed to a you're just trying to do it with a pair of gloves on, mm-hmm. right? So yeah, that totally. and that, and that and that's the difference, right? So you know, which is uh, which yeah. has been pretty good, you know. And it's uh, you know one of the other things that really you know keeps me keeps it keeps it going is that you know uh, OSHA has got a code where you know any any if an employer can don't call me on this Andy but if any employer can prove that an add-on device is better than the OEM product you know they 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 approve it right it, you know they'll they'll consider it as you know a, a, a quality tool as a quality product that mm-hmm. you can wear
1: well i've been fascinated learning about the product and learning how you make the product came up with the product but you know what you have in store for the future of the product i would like to ask you two things let me start with the first one over your career as an entrepreneur you know here we are you've been you know call it 20 years right what was your single biggest mistake if you think back over your career uh, that might provide some advice or some thought for someone you know in their career as an entrepreneur
0: <sighs> not starting earlier Andy
1: um, if, <laughs>
0: if, 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 if of course you're gonna say that, that yeah, well, of course, you're an entrepreneur of course, you're like of course, uh, Andy God. you know I love the risk but at the same time I'm very calculative. Um, on, on the risk, right? So I, I am on the high side of calculating risk. And that's, I guess, the the the, the entrepreneur in me likes that. Um, you, you know, it keeps my heart going. It keeps the blood going, right? So I need something to that excites me, if you will, Andy, right? So, you know, yeah, this is my first product. And we got a slew of products um, hopefully coming out in the future. And the only, I guess... Thing I wish i really done was come out with it sooner or come out with mm-hmm. other products sooner. You know, if there's a message or something I can I can promote or say to anybody that's, you know, listening and, you know, has got an idea um, that can make somebody else's life better. Pursue it. Pursue it. You have nothing to lose. I promise you, because this stage of of creating something and and bringing something out is it will be a personal achievement to themselves at the end of the day you won't regret it you might you're definitely going to learn a lot on the way right so and the best thing that i learned andy is learning from other people's mistakes and i think that's what's really helped me along the way i know there's there's that saying you know you learn from you learn from your mistakes But you could also learn from other people's mistakes, right? So don't be afraid to reach out, right? So there's a lot of people out there that, you know, uh, have been through it and are willing to help.
1: I love that because it also helps define what experience means. So if you could learn from someone who has just say 10 years experience, what that really means is you can learn from somebody who made mistakes for 10 years so that you don't have to.
0: One hundred percent, one hundred percent, absolutely. You know, and and there's definitely you know a lot of people out there. You know, even like yourself, you know, putting putting information out there, trying to you know educate and you know explain things to people on 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 you know how things work and why they work, right? So you know, I definitely you know you know thank you and thank you again for having me on, Andy. You know, explaining, but yeah, no, it's it's all about the risk. You know, it, you know, and if you can calculate the risk factor in that, then then you're golden. Mm-hmm. And and that's and that's what it is. You know, calculating the risk and understanding where you want to be and how you want to get there is really the best way of doing that. And then you know, write it down, write it down, yeah. right, and and refer to that and come back to it. Okay, you well, you know, because you know, everyone always forgets, especially for an entrepreneur you know, there's so many things going on. And if, you know, if you're running multiple businesses, you know, you're going to forget something. Right. So, you know, um, I'm a firm yeah. believer of sticky pads.
1: <laughs> yeah. There's mine right here. <laughs> bravo. Bravo. Absolutely. I have 15 of them um, on my desk you know, right now that I'm that writing my notes on, by the way.
0: Absolutely. Andy, I got lots from years ago in a sense of, okay, you know, you look back at them and it refreshes your memory, especially for an inventor, an entrepreneur, it, it, something will come full circle with that. And it's happened to me on multiple occasions, right? So, you know, write stuff down, even, you know, if it's just gibberish, whatever, it doesn't really matter, right? So, but if you got something, in you know, cooking, definitely write it down, you know, put it in your head and dwell on it a little bit. And, you know, you can always correct, right? You know, but, you know, my mm-hmm. biggest... My, my, my biggest thing is learning from other people's mistakes. Absolutely. Right. Yep. So, and, and moving Love forward that. with that, right?
1: Love that. Okay. So, if you had a, to, go, to transition this in the opposite direction, if you had a crystal ball, what would be the best thing that could ever happen to, you know, you and Soul Saver in 10 years from now? What is that, what does that dream look like?
0: That dream would be a standard for everybody using a shovel. You know, that that would be my ultimate goal. And, and building on this brand, you know, there's, uh, you know, the, the, you know, I've been, I, I was fortunate enough that I was able to trademark Soul Saver, you know, believe it or not, Andy, right? So and that's, you know, and that was one thing, you know, learning, right? So, you, you know, don't jump, jump into things, take a minute to learn on what you're jumping into. Right. So and then you're going to learn as as you definitely go. Right. So and it's building on on this on this brand and continuing to do so. You know, hopefully uh, if it all goes well, we'll have your backyard warrior model out. You know, I I wish I can say it would be at the beginning of the season, but I probably not going to happen. Most likely it'll probably be mid summer, hopefully, Um, you know, and and continue to build on that brand and, you know, possibly bring out some some other protective products. Right. So, mm-hmm. you know, and i start moving forward with some other ideas and other other inventions to help the irrigator
1: and the landscaper. I think it can be the standard. Why? Why would it not be the standard? Let's just pretend right now it is the standard. Yes. It's only not the standard if someone doesn't know about it yet. That's so right. that would be since most people. Well, since a lot of people don't know about it, it's not their standard. That's right. But for those who know about it, it is the standard. So let's just say that you it is what you want it to be the standard, let's just say it is. It, you 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 have the new standard.
0: I love it. Yes, I love there you it. Go. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I love it. Oh, that that being the masses, which was which is good. And yeah, absolutely. We want it to, to be a standard, right? So it's the only tool when you walk down the hardware store, walk down any supplier, they 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 have an entire aisle, Andy, dedicated to landscape shovels and tools the entire aisle both sides of the aisle was shovels and rakes yep. right so this is the only tool in the world that combats that entire aisle right mm-hmm. so we're we're, we're we're getting there we're getting there and it's definitely going to be uh definitely going to be uh an interesting ride though that's for sure right so you know and learn as i go learn as i go yeah you know and if there's anything if there's anything I can tell an entrepreneur that's listening or an irrigator or a landscaper, it's okay to say, I don't know. And Hey, what did you do? It's, it's, it's okay. It doesn't, uh, it's, you know, it's don't figure it out, you know, try to figure it out on your, out on your own because you're going to have a tough time really. Right. So, you know, don't be afraid to ask. Right. So, Mm-hmm. I think that's very that's good.
1: The, it takes a different mindset because that, um, not, not everyone has that, um, sort of open mindset. Some people have a closed mindset. Sure. And so they they're just not enough of a flexible thinker to be sort of learning like that. I appreciate you sharing that. Cause I think it's really important.
0: Yeah, no, definitely for sure. And you know, and if I could also kind of say something else, Andy, any irrigator or landscaper, you guys are already trained on, on, on communicating with meeting new people. You meet people every day. Right. So, you, you know, you just have to keep that in your mindset. Hey, I already meet people every day. What What's, what's, what's the difference. And, and to be honest with you, Andy, th- there is no difference. It's just a different audience is all it is. Yeah. Right. So, yeah. you know, if they can definitely, yeah. you know, build on that and, you know, we sure will do just fine. Right. So.
1: Excellent. You know, well, Sam, I really appreciate you sharing everything, especially all these nuggets of the entrepreneur <laughs> mindset. And I want to ask you, let's say, for instance, there's a contractor of any sort and they happen to be listening from Dallas, Texas. Yep. What would be the best way for them to either contact you and learn more from you or purchase a pair of Soul Savers?
0: Um, Yeah, Soul Savers, um, you know, you can find us, uh, you can, uh, our email address uh, is info at soulsaver.ca or you can reach me on social media, you know, we're pretty active on our Instagram. So, and that is at uh, soulsaver.ca, soul, uh, S-O-L-E, saver.ca. Yeah, or you can just uh, email me directly, right? So, you know, contractor-wise, irrigation, you know, we're boss and hoss, the word and, boss and hoss.com for irrigation. Anybody can look me up as well. So, and even on Instagram, you know, it's, uh, I think it's uh, Boston Haas YYC.
1: Excellent. And they are for sale on Amazon.com. I purchased a pair. They're going to be coming so I can check them out. Nice. Can't wait to get them. And let's say there's a distributor listening to this somewhere in the United States. Would you be open to discussing with them how to carry your product
0: yeah absolutely yeah no definitely for sure you know you know we can definitely uh do something like that uh absolutely you know if there's a distributor that's definitely committed you know um you know we're not too we're not we're 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 not shy by all means we don't mind um even you know putting their brand on our product which is which is white labeling the product as well andy right so you, you know what i mean so it's uh it's definitely a tool that uh you know, can definitely all their their clients can benefit from as well as business owners, right? So, you know, in that sense, it's uh, it's definitely uh, definitely good, and definitely we can definitely get them out there.
1: Excellent. Well, Sam, thank you so much again, Thanks, Andy. and I can't wait to see where you grow with the Soul Saver. Absolutely.
0: Hey, me too. <laughs> 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 oh, great. Well, thanks for having me on, Andy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I really appreciate it, and uh, you know, I hope uh, you know we can definitely have some uh, some more conversation in the, in the near future as well. So, you know, yeah, and my uh, pleasure. Good luck to everybody in twenty twenty three. Happy New Year, and uh, you know, don't be afraid. Just, just, just get out
1: there. Thanks so much, Sam.
0: Yeah, no problem.